I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello and welcome to Perfectly Flawed. Welcome, beautiful souls. Today, along with Terry, we will be interviewing a well-known personality and introducing her new book. And I will let Terry take it from here. Welcome to our table. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for joining us at our table. So we're going to start off with the warrior goddess card. You know how this goes. So our warrior goddess today is Allison. And Allison is also much like the phoenix rising. She quietly comes from behind and she shows you exactly what you need to see about yourself. And she helps you find that beauty and that goddess that you have within you. And she is gonna, oh, and look, our bird is is chiming in. Allison is gonna show you how to bring out the warrior goddess within, how to bring forth that phoenix that rises from all of the dust and show us what it looks like to be a well-known author, actress, mom, entrepreneur, and warrior goddess. So please welcome to our show, Allison Robertson. And we are gonna talk today about her new book, Enoughness. Allison, welcome to our table. Thank you so much, and oh my gosh, what an amazing (laughs) intro. I think it's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I'm going to steal it forever, actually. (laughs) It's all yours. It's your goddess card, my friend. Oh, I love it. I love it. How awesome. Thanks for having me. I love the title of the book. What's that? I love the title of the book. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So, Allison, tell us about, I'm going to read a quote from your book, and then start us off. Okay. The quote that hit me today was, there wasn't room for my new life in my old plan. So, yes, I had to blow up my picture and rebuild again with my new self in mind. And her book is Enoughness, The Simple Truth to Embracing You. So, Allison, tell us about embracing you. Well, that quote is right in the beginning of the book. So it's it sort of sets you off on what I want to accomplish with the book. But one of the things, when I first started off coaching, <clears throat> I first started off coaching when I had children, uh, because when you have children, your whole life sort of explodes and burns and dies away, and you have no idea who you are, because now you've become a mother to these people (laughs) who you have to care for and you have to figure out how that works and one of the things when I first started coaching that I started to realize is that what messes people up the most is the picture of how it was supposed to be 
So immediately, I wanted to figure out how to help people sleep right away. Uh, this is a very antiquated thing that I'm going to say, but, you know, if you're a little girl and you say, you know what, when I'm 18, I'm going to meet somebody and I'm going to get married. And at 25, I'm going to have children. And by 29, I'm going to be done having children. And by 30, I'm going to have a big, beautiful house. And all of a sudden you're 35 and you don't have a partner in your life. You feel like a failure because you made a picture that you didn't necessarily reach, but you made it up. So I think that's what I meant when I made that quote. And I think um, as moms, as entrepreneurs, as partners, as um, creatives, as people walking through the world, we have to constantly redesign our picture. And when that happens, we're, we have to look at who we are right now and say, this is who I am now. Maybe I said, you know what? I wanted to be an actress my whole life. And then I had children and I was like, you know what? I'm more than this. I want to do more. So yes, you have to blow up the picture so that my new self can fit into a new picture that I'm creating. That's where it came from. I absolutely love that quote because I think many, many, many times in our lives as women, if we allow that to happen, we keep growing and that amazing self emerges. And I think it does happen to us many times in our lives. Just when we think, oh yeah, everything's going <laughs> along way we want then something needs to change because we're not changing and if we're not always changing i think that you're right i think we need to you know just just blow that up i can't wait for the next book <laughs> the next book's going to be very interesting <laughs> well the next book's about communication this book is about how to embrace yourself and embody you and and empower you and i one of the things i believe and i truly believe this because i do walk the walk and talk the talk as hard as it is, is that I do believe that we can have everything we want. I truly believe that. I just believe it might take a village to get it. Absolutely. And we need to rely on each other mm -hmm. and we need to be communicative. But so many people are so afraid to say what they want because if they say what they want, then they actually may have to go after it. So I think people have forgotten what their dreams are, what their wants are, what their desires are. Um, I'm here to remind you, like, hey, it's okay if you fail. Throw your hat over the wall and go get it. Like, let's do this. And as women, I feel we definitely need to empower everyone to mm -hmm. say yes. We need to stand up and do what we want to do, even if we're afraid, even if we don't know what we're doing, even if we feel undereducated, even if we feel disempowered. Mm -hmm. That is so true because how many women feel that way and they think, well, this is it for me. No, it's not. There's more of us out there. I actually have seen a couple of places lately that that's what they're standing for is they are creating communities where women can say, this is what I want to do. Let's help each other get there. Let, let's support each other along that way. You have to. You have to. Um, and as, as moms, um, or even if you're, whether biological mom or a stepmom or adopted mom, or foster mom or guardian or whatever type of mother figure you are, I think it's super important that we need to teach our children that this is how we do life. I grew up in a multi-generational household, so I saw this firsthand. I now have created a multi-generational household, which is a whole nother podcast for a different day living with my mother and father and my children 
it's like everybody loves Raymond on crack, but <laughs> I will talk about that later. But being in a multi-generational household, I learned that that community and that support is so important of how you support somebody regardless of whether you agree with what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. That is the unconditional love. Yes. Because unconditional love can change where we are, our environment, and you can even change people's minds. I mean, yep. my father, who I live with, is in his 75 from New Jersey, and I moved him to Los Angeles, California 14 years ago. Just imagine. There were words that I said, you can no longer say, Dad. There are things you cannot think. There are, I was like, my mind was melting. But because I had unconditional love, and I walked alongside of him and said, hey, Dad, that's just not how we're going to do things, especially with the kids in the house. Mm -hmm. Man is so enlightened now that I'm not really sure who he is. If he wasn't still smoking and drinking scotch, I would think he wasn't my father anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That is so great. And we can do that for each other, you know, and even as women, the amount of support we get from each other when we have things like that is just, uh uh-oh. My bird's decided that she wants to join the party. And she's going to have a sip of water over here. Of course. She's trying to sideswipe me and escape. Um, I think as women, you know, we really, <laughs> this multi-generational, we're raising a bird as well. Her name is Hope, and we call it Raising Hope. Of course. No. The bird's name is Hope. Of course. That's <laughs> perfect. Right? Uh, she just, she, she burst into our lives. So, again, you know, as women, just supporting each other and um, finding that balance and finding that family, whatever it's like. I mean, Tammy has my son living up above her in her house because he needed somewhere to go when I moved. So <laughs> With a snake in my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a you went over the bridge a little far for me. Yeah, um, I found as long as I don't see it. We're okay. <laughs> we got you. If you don't see, don't hurt you. Yes, I get that's, it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, Allison, but I actually, again Terry, about- um, it reminds me of hope when you're talking about hope. Um, yes. I believe that was the last thing left in uh, Pandora's box, was it not? Was it? Oh, interesting. Oh, let's find that out, Melissa. I got to find out if hope was the last thing in Pandora's box. I love that. That would be so that that's part of the next book if it's true. <laughs> yes, it's you know, I, I am such a, a fan of people, and I'm such a one of my biggest statements to people is, How did you get here? Saying, like, How'd you get here? How'd you get here? Anything from like what you're wearing <laughs> to how you're thinking to the choices that you're making, because I don't think we just arrive. Yeah. We're, it's literally, what was the path that got you here? What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Because whatever that thinking is, is going to take you to the next place. Right. And if you want to go someplace different, you're going to need to change that thinking. And I believe that we have that power to do that. We have. And we just need that self-reflection. And my hope is that through the book, um, through my ability to speak to people, my ability to reach people, is that I can encourage them to say, like, you know, 
if you just have one person that believes in you, would you be willing to be brave or change your mind or change your way of thinking, especially with our climate and our culture right now? I'm hoping that um, that compassion and kindness could maybe expand a dialogue. Yes. And make it, I mean, our, our biggest problem, I think, these days is that we are not okay with agreeing to disagree. Oh, I say this daily. It makes me nuts. We don't have to be mad at each other. We don't have to, I'm using air quotes, hate right. one another, right? Exactly. Hey, I dis, I respectfully disagree with you. Uh-huh. Let, let's just move on. Right. right. My Facebook is my Facebook. My Instagram is my Instagram. Just don't follow it anymore. Yeah. Just <laughs> leave me alone. You don't like it. Wait. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to burn down everything that we represent. Yeah. Right. I know someone right. who hasn't talked to her sister in over a y- two years now because of a choice that her husband made. See, that's and it's not yet. It's, it's not, not worth it. It's happening daily. And what people, what I believe is that uh, people don't realize that that kind of communication breakdown is just going to set us back so yeah. quickly. And it was stupid, too, because it's a political belief. Of, well, of That course. we all argue about, definitely. But That's where we are right now, yeah. right? Everyone believes they are correct. Right, right. And we need to break that mold and say, you know what? No, we're we're okay. We can we can disagree. We don't have to. We're not the Stepford Wives. We're not robots. We need to believe what we believe and be able to support that. I actually say to my children, you know, we can disagree on something and and support. My daughter and I are on opposite ends of um, vaccinations. And, and that dialogue, and I said, it's not that I disagree with vaccinations, I disagree with some of the things that are there. So right. let's just open the dialogue. And we're awoke enough to be able to just sit there and talk. But a lot of families don't have, and I think it's our multi-generational family life, because I think that does make a difference, because we learned how to think of our parents when we became adults. Yes. And you also watched each other grow. I mean, I, I, I was with my grandmother from the time I was two. And mm-hmm. when I was in the house, she was still in the house with my parents. Yeah, I was okay. raised by my grandparents for a few years. <laughs> so it's, I think, I do think it makes you, gives you a different perspective on life for sure. Yes. And, and I do reflect that throughout the book, to be honest. That is excellent. Tell people where they can get this book because I really. I really want to jump in in the middle, kind of like we're having a commercial. So that oh, that's can... awesome. I appreciate that. Well, it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Alison Robertson, Enoughness. Um, and it can. it's on Audible if you want to listen. And it's on Kindle. So um, I'm, I'm super proud of what we've done. So it's, it's like a, a fourth child. <laughs> hey, not that. It is so exciting to watch women do things like this. To, to go from and to be able to be so many different things like you said you didn't have to be an actress actress forever you it served your purpose and now well you're needed on a much grander scale woman. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping i'm very excited about that i'm very excited about it's been a long time since i've been excited up uh, for years i was in fear of using my voice uh-huh. and like, okay i think i'm i think i'm ready I think I'm more than ready to um, share. I mean, it's one of my gifts. I've always known emotionally where people need to go and where they need to be. And I, I've always known without judgment. And now I just 
feel a need to no share judgment. it. On a <laughs> yeah, that's huge because as women, usually we're coming at each other with that judgment because we're feeling judged. So, okay, I'm going to judge you. And I think for us as women to be able to pull back from that and say, you know, it, it's not about judgment. It's about coming together and building something better than what we had before. Can I give a tip on that? Can I give a tip on that? Yeah, absolutely. I want everyone uh, universally. Um, I always said there's there's a thing that if you spot it, you've got it. So Ooh. if you're spotting mm. something at somebody else, you got it. And if you can name it, then you can claim it. So that's two ways to look at judgment. One is you've got some work to do. If you're spotting it, you got it, and you need to pipe down and do some work. Mm-hmm. If you can name it, meaning I'm saying, wow, I'm noticing she's really insecure, it means I already cleaned it. I already understand it. Right? So that's the mm-hmm. difference. So I'm not asking people not to be judgmental. We're human. Right. I'm asking to make a distinction between spot it, got it, and claim it. Mm-hmm. Right? Two different distinctions and naming it and claiming it allows us to be compassionate and help one another a way other isolate us go ahead sorry Tan. um in a way i've kind of tried to do that as well to reverse the insecurity or something instead of going looking at that person try to find what's wrong with them i'll find a compliment to them like i love your blouse or your hair looks fantastic today to try to uplift them as well as going hey have a great yeah. day. I think you feel that better. You know, it's, and I've also been trying to teach my son that as well. A reflection. Oh, you know, I always say, like, you know, we, we need to reflect to one another. And it goes back to a really basic principle. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I mean, that, that feels like, like one of the very first things you're taught as a child. And yet, I think we all forget it so quickly when the world starts to fly by and we start to to lose it. And I think that having coaches like what you're doing, um, I think that is a huge benefit to health as well. Oh, for, I, I do. I really do. I mean, my, I drive my children insane. Um, <laughs> tidbits and my little, you know, please listen to mommy. People pay her for her advice. You know, they don't like it <laughs> when I say that. <laughs> That's awesome. But I do pull that card daily. Um, to, but I do think it's important that people need an advocate. People need someone who believe in them and support them, whether it's uh, uh, somebody spiritual, whether it's a therapist, whether it's a confidant, whether it's a coach, whatever it is. I do think it's an invaluable part of our mental health and emotional health. That's to uh-huh. me, it's also with, um, you know, even complimenting somebody or just saying something nice to them. I've also realized that maybe you might have saved their life that day because they may have been contemplating something totally different. Agreed. And they may have having a horrible day, but that one positive thing you said to them may have just flipped the script on their whole day. And you don't know the effect you have on somebody. You, you know, someone had said, and I think it's actually on a Starbucks cup, um, so I'm not going to take... <laughs> possession over this but you know 50% of the world is waiting for the other 50% to say hello mm-hmm. I would 
amazing things start with a hello. And there's one one more thing I'm going to say. When I had a woman's group here for two years in Los Angeles, and we used to play the hello game, which meant you had to say hello to everybody you came in contact with outside of your home. The person, the person holding the door, a person bagging, you know, whatever. Okay, just random, walking down the street. Hello. It's the funniest game because you shock the hell out of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they literally look at you like you're money or you're trying to murder them. They they have such a weird response, and I always well, say to hang on the two seconds after for their brains to go like, oh. Wait, what? <laughs> see them melt, right? So, oh, hello, the bird is totally hanging upside down into the <laughs> Hello, I see you. Um, but the hello game, it's a great game yes. for your own to see what insecurities come up in you when someone doesn't give you the response uh, that you want. Terry knows that my son plays that game every day in every place I go with him. Oh, the only I friend he it. hasn't met, he, I, I Describe him like I described my father. Um, the only friend he doesn't have is the person he hasn't met yet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. Oh, I think it's super important. Yeah, that's a that's a me. So, Allison, if I'm being attacked by a bird, geez. Um, anything else that you have that would um, like your coaching programs let people know where they can find your coaching programs because like you said guys mommy mommy gets paid to do this because I appreciate that that. well a couple things I'm coming to the East Coast next week and I'll be speaking in Philadelphia and I'll be in New York Yes, I will be there. So we'll I'll, we'll keep you posted. But if you go to my website, AllisonRobertson.com, and it's Allison with one L, and Robert and Son um, dot com, that's where you can find out everything that I'm doing, from speaking um, to our coaching packages to what we're doing philanthropically, anything that's going on for us um, with my business partner Melissa. That's where we sort of let everything go. And you can also sign up for our mailing list, and then you can be really up to date. Excellent. I think I'm on that mailing list and it is well worth being on because, I mean, hey, if I was still up in Connecticut, I would have gone to New York right away. Love it. I love it. It's it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to be speaking in Philly on the 5th. So oh, no. excited. That sounds like so much fun. I cannot wait to get that both and, you know, try and get you down towards North Carolina. Oh, well, we'll put you on our hit list. We're heading. We're heading to. I'm looking on my board. We're heading to Atlanta and Nashville in this in this early spring. Ooh, my daughter is in Atlanta um, and yeah. Nashville, so she's she's kind of in both. Okay, um, right Charlotte. So you know, big city. Oh my, my, my son's from Charlotte, so we might <laughs> might have to. And I know all the all those states are so close, right there. It's so easy to move around. Right, right. We're going to have to have the Allison Robertson show on the road. Yes, I'm all about it. Empowering women one state at a time. Oh my gosh, I love that. Empowering women one state at a time. Love it. That has so many meanings. I can see it on the side of your tour bus. Oh my God, I have a tour bus now. I'm so happy. Yes, you have a tour bus now. You may not have yesterday. But today, we're giving you a tour bus. <laughs> Speak it into existence. You know it. 
Well, Allison, thank you so, so, so much for spending some time with us and our listeners. And when you get that next book ready to go, we want to do a replay of this so that we can get you on there. Ladies, thank you so much. What a pleasure. What a delight. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming and taking a seat at our table. Thank you. And for those of you listening, you know where to find Allison. She's A-L-I-S-O-N, Robert Sun. Um, and you can find her on Facebook. It's also .com, am I right? It's .com, yep. And on Instagram. Instagram's more my more my jam. <laughs> there you go. Start following this lady, guys. You are going to be amazed at what you see. She is one amazing woman. So thank you for having a seat at our table. Love you. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.